0: Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on children's rights and the UN Sustainable Development Goals.
1: The UN's 2030 Sustainable Development Agenda seeks to create a bright future for the world's children and ensuring their rights are respected in all countries is essential to achieve a more sustainable future.
0: However, millions of children around the world continue to be left behind and their rights denied. That's why the European Parliament insists on the importance of better integrating children's rights into EU external policies. Want to know more? Stay with us.
1: Healthy, well-nourished, well-educated children who are protected from violence and abuse are the best guarantee of long-term sustainable development.
0: On the other hand, these rights can only be realised in a peaceful and prosperous environment where children are protected and their future is secured. Thus, there is a natural convergent between the Sustainable Development Goals and specific children's rights, even if they're not exactly the same thing. Indeed,
1: and this is why the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights underlines in its report on the rights of the child the need to integrate children's rights into the implementation of all sustainable development goals since they are all directly or indirectly relevant for children's well-being and human development.
0: And insists on the need to end violence, exploitation and abuse of children, fight for gender equality and address the issues of child poverty and equal education.
1: Now, these are all worthy goals, but what's the reality on the ground? Stay with us.
0: Well, reports from both the UN and UNICEF on progress towards achieving the Global Sustainable Development Goals for Children paint a bleak picture. In spite
1: of near-universal ratification of the Convention on the Rights of the Child, millions of children around the world continue to be left behind and their rights denied, particularly those who are most discriminated against or are living in precarious situations of vulnerability, such as children on the street, in institutions or in migration situations.
0: Children also suffer the impacts of poverty, violence, inequality and exclusion disproportionately due to their sensitive phase of life and development. According
1: to the UN, every year at least one billion children, half of the world's children, experience violence. And despite more and more countries adopting laws to ban violence against children in all its forms, three in every four children under the age of five experience physical punishment at the hands of caregivers such as parents or teachers.
0: Another worrying fact is that one in five children still lives in extreme poverty and even if the number of undernourished children has declined in the past 20 years, more than two out of ten kids younger than five were still chronically undernourished in 2018. Regarding education,
1: more than half of the kids of primary and lower secondary school age globally still lacked minimum skills in reading and maths in 2015 and nearly one fifth of them were simply not at school.
0: But things look brighter in the health sector, as remarkable progress has been made in child survival worldwide. In the past 20 years, the under-5 mortality rate has nearly halved, although progress needs to accelerate in some countries, mostly in sub-Saharan Africa.
1: An infamous practice, child marriage, has also continued to decline around the world, largely driven by progress in southern Asia, although in sub-Saharan Africa the practice is declining at a slower pace.
0: Another worrying common practice, the use of children in armed conflict, deserves special attention. Stay with us.
1: While the photos of child soldiers in African countries are perhaps the most visible face of this problem, children are affected by the conflict in many other ways. They are separated from their families, killed or maimed as civilian victims of combat, or they are sexually abused and or turned into slaves.
0: And UN figures from 2018 are difficult to stomach. More than 12,000 children were killed or maimed by conflict, including through crossfire, landmines or improvised explosive devices. And 7,000 were recruited and used as soldiers on the front line.
1: Sexual violence against children is happening in countries such as Somalia and Democratic Republic of Congo, although it remains largely underreported. And in places such as northern Nigeria, the mere fact of going to school is a life-risking adventure due to threats from fundamentalist groups such as Boko Haram.
0: In the light of these situations, how is the EU implementing children's rights in its external policies? We'll be right back.
1: The European Union in its external policies and development assistance recognises the link and mutual interdependence between human and children's rights and the sustainable development goals and wants to implement them through the full range of EU measures.
0: Priorities for the EU are to help strengthen third countries' child protection systems and to protect them from violence and abuse and to protect women and girls from harmful practices such as genital mutilation and forced child marriage.
1: Through its external policies, the EU also aims at promoting the right to education, health and social protection, fighting child labour and helping children affected by armed conflict.
0: And EU support is making a difference. In 2016, almost 1.5 million women and children received nutrition support through EU aid. And in one year, over 12 million children were enrolled in primary education and over 3 million in secondary education, also thanks to EU support. Furthermore, over 3 million births were attended by skilled doctors and nurses, saving many lives of both mothers and newborns.
1: Because they're of paramount importance, the European Parliament keeps on defending the need to protect and promote children's rights through all EU external action and has asked the Commission to propose a strategy and action plan to ensure that no child is left behind.
0: You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts.